Hello and welcome back to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm Jace and I'm here with Mike. Hello. And Lindsay. Hello. And we made it back for season two. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, going to be loud in the headphones. <laughs> season two. Well, how was season one? What have we, what have we been up to? Well, we, do, we don't know yet. I think we, we filmed season one in a, in a chunk, right? I guess right before the gym reopened. So it's kind of strange rolling into season two when season one hasn't, at the time of recording, hasn't gone out to the masses yet. We're, we're just anticipating that it's going to be okay. It will be okay. Yeah, we're we're plowing on regardless. <laughs> plowing on. Hoping that people uh, are tell, still listening tell you by something this stage. Though. One podcast in, and Lindsay's got an all big celebrity-ish. She's, <laughs> she's, got, she's got a rider that came in. She only wanted blue Skittles, pre-chewed, hair and makeup. It's diva. Diva, the, di- the sassy list. That's yeah. what it is, the It'll sassy get better. List. How did you feel on season one? Yeah, I was a little bit nervous through it and really enjoyed it actually and looking yeah. forward to season two. What did you enjoy about it? I think just put myself out of my comfort zone and you know being with you guys just having a chat and putting what we know out to the world. Nice, nice. Mike, did you enjoy season one? Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing for me and most things, everything maybe that I do is just want to get better so it's a good message. I think we maybe said at the start of the first season was you know, we're not going to be the best podcasters from day one, but here we are, and every every show, every season, we'll try and improve the quality of the episodes. Hope, hopefully we get better and better and better. Yeah, always keep reaching, right? <laughs> yes. That's one. <laughs> so, let's summarise season one. If you haven't listened to it, please head back and, and start from the start. We're also on YouTube. You'll find us Spotify and Apple. But summarise season one. Go for it, Mike. On the spot. Uh, it was season one was really an introduction into the philosophy of of AKR of of how we like to look at health and fitness really I think from there when we had Liz on a couple episodes back she really spoke about the habits and integrating I guess lifestyle change in our life and that's the bridge for us to come into the second season and dive deeper into Habits. Into habits and skill practices and behaviour change, essentially. Behavior change, yeah. It worked so well for Liz in her life that it can work for everybody. So it'd be good just to delve a little bit deeper and Absolutely. help more people. We'll get stuck in, we'll get stuck in. So, you comfy? <laughs> Strapped in, ready to go. <laughs> Lindsay, you comfy? Yes. All right, season two, episode one, we are going to dive into our approach to behaviour change. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Just open the floor, open the floor to it. Well, we spoke about, last season, we spoke about the problem of stop-start cycles and all-or-nothing approaches. So we're looking for a different approach. We're looking for an approach that helps people build habits that last over the long haul. How could they last over the long haul? Is that what, we're gonna get into that, let's get into that. So you said habits. Let's just break down what a habit is, first of all. Lindsay? A habit for me or in general? Just in general, what is a habit? A habit for me and in general, I'd say, is a routine, a behaviour that you do frequently, like on a daily basis, that for me anyway, improves my life for later down the line and makes things easier. Yeah. Mike, what about you? Yeah, I think we're, we're talking about something that just becomes a part of your routine. It's something that becomes normal. Lindsay mentioned improves your life, but of course people can also have bad habits yeah. and things. But cleaning your teeth is a habit. 
you know, showering in the mornings or, or whatever. There's, there's loads of habits and if you... people talk about, you know, and they do come to us. People don't always come to us looking for a quick fix. They, they tend to come to us a bit more mature in, in the fitness journey and saying, actually, I'm, I'm aware I need to change. I need to make a lifestyle change. And forming of the habits is, is the little steps, you know, that, that make that change. Yeah, absolutely. For me, habits are a shortcut to energizing my life. And habits, habits shape who I am, but who I am also shapes, shapes my habits. We've said habits a lot. <laughs> I said habits a lot there. What do you mean by that, though, Jess? Go a little bit deeper. Like, give us an example. So, well, an example, or what I mean by it is like, I'll try and adopt the habits of the person I want to be. The more I can do that habit, the more likely I'm going to be or achieve what it is that I'm looking to achieve. Mm -hmm. So if I was to bring it into, you know, I think I mentioned in the last season about playing guitar and learning guitar, if I want to be you know, John Mayer-ish <laughs> level, I need to adopt the habits that John Mayer might have for playing the guitar. And that's, you know, practicing as, as often as I can, you know, reading my, my music, my theory, and, and, and going all, all towards it and, and trying to be John Mayer. Would you say it was a challenge at the start to pick up that habit? Absolutely. Like, it's, it's never going to be easy, but it was one of those ones where, and we'll get, we'll get into this later on, we'll yeah. give some tips later on, but I, I, I didn't have to do it for long every day. I just had to do it a little bit every day. Just, just something. So let's break down a habit. Let's break it down all the way into its technical elements. Lindsay, you want to talk us through a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, are you referring to the habit loop? Or? Yeah, let's go for the habit loop. So I think when it comes to habits, you need to strip it back a little bit because you can't jump two feet into it because it'll probably just fail. Yeah. Yeah, so I think finding how to do that through four fundamental, say, practices, if you like, it's called the habit loop. Um, I think I read this in a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Very good book. It is a good book, definitely. And he breaks it down into four things. So there's cue, craving, response and reward. Okay. Let's, let's dive into those. Yeah, so... Talk about the cue. For an example of my life. Just talk about the cue. So what would a cue be? So the be? cue is the, something that sort of triggers the, the thought of that reward. Okay. So for instance, if you go back into, you know, the caveman years, it would be survival and sex, I would say. Yeah. So that's the, the cue. But for me personally, if I am wanting to do a workout in the straight after my, my, my morning session finishes, work session, what I'll do is I'll go and I'll put on my training shoes and my MyZone. That's so that's cue. my cue that the time of my morning work block is finished and the cue is go straight away, put on the MyZone and the shoes. Okay. And that leads to craving, response and reward. Yeah. So the craving is the sort of motivational side of it. You, I'm craving that workout because I know how it will make me feel afterwards. Okay. The response to it is the actual habit taking place. So doing the workout. Yeah. And then the reward is how I feel afterwards. So having done. Endorphins, having done it, feeling good. And that, that is in a constant loop. And it can be in all parts of your life. Yeah. Mike, anything you want to jump in and add here? Yeah, I think there's lots of authors, speakers, professionals who talk about habits and the habit loop. And there are different variations 
that's one of them. I think yeah. James Clear's one. James Clear one, yeah. Other ones, Charles Duhigg's another book, The Power of Habit. I think his talks about reminder, reminder routine reward. And to, to just give a totally different example, let's say, you know, you're, you're outside, the cue or the reminder is, what's that smell? I can smell a fish and chip shop. That's, that's the cue. We all the, know that the smell. The routine <laughs> is going in, buying your fish and chips, and the reward, albeit I would say is temporary, is that, <laughs> getting is the fish that and eating, chips. eating the fish and chips. Afterwards, you know, I think a lot of people might feel they, they don't feel so great afterwards, mm-hmm. but it's another example of that. I think, uh, yeah, cue, routine, reward, reminder, routine, reward. Something in your environment triggers you to do something that then gives you the behavior. It, it can be someone having a bad day at work and they're feeling low and that's their trigger to go into the shop and buy a bar of chocolate or a cheesecake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the reward, again, could be temporary, but it's to give them that lift in the, in the short term. And that loops and it loops and it loops. So if we want to attack, if we want to form new habits, we're looking at the different components of that cycle. We might use the same cue, you know, it's smelling the fish and chips, but the routine is maybe different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skipping immediately to that full up greasy feeling that you have afterwards and thinking, oh, so the cue, rather than triggering the behavior to go and eat the fish and chips, you're triggering the memory of how... How it felt. How full and greasy you felt afterwards you had the fish and chips. And that, and that can lead to a change in behavior. I've and that'll that take itself. time, for sure. Because that cue instantly, if that's all you've done for the last... 20 years is have that cue in your head to go into the fish and chip shops and forget about what it makes you feel like afterwards. It does take a lot of time to... Yeah, so how can we keep the same cue uh-huh. to get the same reward, the reward being feeling better, but potentially substituting in a different behaviour or routine in there is, is, is one way. But you said it would take a long time and that's why, you know, it's a good sort of segue into our next bit about yeah, practice. Absolutely. So we, we've got Habits AKR. Can you give me a background on, on why you adopted bringing the habits into AKR? Yeah, so we have, we have a programme of what we call skills practices at AKR. There are, there are seven of them, and we cycle them around throughout the year. We first started them, I think we launched them in February 2016. I went on a, on a seminar, a course of sorts in Edinburgh with an expert in motivational science. And talked about this behavior change stuff. And I thought, you know what, that's great. It was, it was one of those where you go away on a seminar and you come back on the Monday and you're like, Implement right, Mike loves everything. <laughs> We're doing this now. Yeah. And I think Liz in her, in her interview a couple of episodes back mentioned, you know, that I did a PowerPoint presentation. I think that's what I did. I set it up and I was like, from now on, we're going to work on this habit practice routine. And, and what it was, we had seven and we just focused on one at a time for two weeks at a time. And we, we conducted this largely in our members' Facebook group. And so it, we maybe had one, I'll use one as an example, prioritise protein. T- tell you what, just run, run through all seven of them for us. The seven? Yeah, I, the, I, the seven practices. I don't remember the seven that we started with because it has evolved a little bit okay. over the time. But the seven we have now, a testament, oh, oh, oh. prioritise protein. Check. And I guess we'll explain these yeah. deeper as we go. Power down is another one. Eat colourful veggies. Move more, eat just enough, renew and, and review, and snack smart. Made it. Seven, well out seven out of seven. <laughs> seven out of seven. So what we do is we have 
we have these seven, we focus on one thing at a time. So let's say we're focusing on eat colorful veggies and we spend two weeks practicing that skill and then we move on to, to another skill. And the idea is to, to slowly just embed that in your life and also practicing together as a group. There's a reflection question comes on. So, you know, it's, it's practicing the behavior, but also reflecting on what worked and what didn't work and how can I tweak and things like that. Yeah. You said skill a few times there, so I just want to dive into that. You changed, you, we started saying habit and now we're, we're talking about skills. You want to talk why we, we switched that out? Yeah, so when we started, we had our, we called it habit practice, we now call it skill practice. And part of that might be semantics of sort. What we felt was that, yes, we're trying to form a habit, but also it can sometimes have negative connotations for people because they think, they were drifting back into that almost all or nothing. I'm out of the habit now. Yeah, you don't do or, it for one day and then that's it. There's no point in doing it for the rest of the two weeks. Yeah, the, the idea is like the habits have got these chains. So like I'm in a bad habit or you need to break the habit or form the habit. And, and we felt there was some negative connotation, whereas skill felt far lighter. It's just, did you practice your skill today? We, we touched on this, I think, in, mm-hmm. in season one yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But it just felt lighter. Um, skills... Skills, we feel, move people more away from that idea of perfectionism. And when we call it a skills practice, when you're practicing something, you don't, you know, you expect to fail a little bit. Yeah, you, it's you, okay you need to get to it wrong. Mis- yeah. Now and again. You actually need to make the mistakes in order to develop and be better at it. Yeah, a practice is always going to be a little bit bumpy. It's, it's built into the idea. So we felt that moved away from perfectionism. The other thing is everybody can get better with practice. Yeah. Habit felt... Again, maybe repeat myself a little bit, but it felt on, off, on, mm-hmm. off. I'm in the habit, I'm out of the habit. But practice was just, well, everyone, did you practice today? Do you have an example in, like your, in, your, in your life that you could sort of give there, like how you change from a habit to making it a skill and it makes it a bit more beneficial for you? Well, the food ones. The food ones, I would definitely say, because I would expect many of the listeners can relate to a time where you're on track with your eating habits and you're, uh, you're, you're kind of in flow and it feels easy and you don't even need to try. Yeah. And now other times you're in, a, you're in a bit of a rut, mm-hmm. you know. But just that mindset shift for me of saying, well, if I'm going to, let's say I was practicing trying to just eat three or four meals a day. Like the idea of being, well, can I practice it? Today might have not been a great day, but can I practice it tomorrow? Or in a given week, I might have practiced that skill three or four times. Well, someone who's practiced three or four times might not feel in the habit. Yeah. So they might mm-hmm. feel they're, they're struggling. Because they've not done it every day. Because they've yeah. not done it every day or not enough days for them to consider it habitual. Mm-hmm. But if you've practiced it three times, you can say, well, hey, that's, that's three ticks in the boxes this week. And I think that kind of captures the, the idea of, of practicing the skill in order to form the habit. And... And when, when the habit's formed, that's, that's when you're placed when it's just routine and it's easy. And it's just automatic. Automatic. Like it's like when you come in, well, you see it all the time with our members through the strategy sessions, them learning the, the, the deadlift, for instance. Yeah. Like they don't come in and do it every day, but they maybe they'll do it three times a day and that's them learning that skill. And it'll take them time to get there, but eventually it becomes automatic for them and they can come in and they don't even need to be cued anymore. Yeah. And it's just, it's a nice example. Developing, developing, developing. So I think what works about our approach to it is we have the seven and we cycle them round. And I'm not going to say that 
all of our members are 100% engaged in practicing these things all the time. It's totally yeah. not like that. But they're always just cycling around in the background. And people find, and I find this myself, that maybe say we're talking power down. And again, we'll describe that one in, in more detail, but it's about winding down before bed. So I could go through months of my life where I think I am on point with that. It's a habit. I'm, you know, I'm cruising. I'm in the zone with it. And then maybe it comes around again later in our, in our cycle of skills practice. And I think, I just need to check in my, with myself mm -hmm. on this yeah. one. You know, I'm yeah. this one's just going a little bit. And, it, and so it really works well that these are always just going on in the background. They come round and round. Some, some people will find they're strong at some of the skills and they're not so great at some of the others. And over time, hopefully they, you know, each of them become a bit more part of their life. I think, I think we find that from being coaches that it seems to be relatively easy for us to keep our protein high. Whereas when I talk to people, members, they're like, I'm really struggling to get my protein in. I'm like, I didn't realize that was a, an issue, like a bit like a hard mm -hmm. thing to do. So it's, let's work on it. Depends, it depends on people's backgrounds yeah. and what yeah, they've exactly. done before. Like I think I, I said in one of the previous episodes, for me, I don't feel like I need to put a lot of effort into getting my workouts done. I've been exercising consistently for so long, it would be like... I, it would feel weird yeah. not to do it. You're, you actually took over Instagram stories and you, you said this thing where you're like, I've got my running shoes on now, so the workout's as good as done. I just thought that was brilliant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. and that's basically it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a, f a formed habit that would feel harder to break than to continue now. But for other things in my life, you know, I've said before, like food has been an issue for me. So for some of those other ones, they're much harder. And I think that's the same. And that's, that's a, the great thing about the way we, we cycle them. Why did we choose two weeks for the cycle? Was there a reason behind that? Well, now you're putting them on the spot. I know, I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I think it just felt like, there was a couple of reasons. It felt like the right, about, right amount of time to focus a on. A manageable chunk of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Like 30 days seems, oh. Well. Yeah. yeah, it was mm -hmm. a manageable chunk. And then with the, with the seven, you've got 14 weeks, which was kind of just cycling them just over a quarter. So mm -hmm. you're, you're getting through them yep. about you know, three, four times a year. Okay. So seven fundamental skills of highly, hi, highly, I can't say it, <laughs> go for it. Highly <laughs> resilient creatures. Seven, seven highly effective. Highly effective skills. Highly effective skills of highly resilient. I'm sorry, we butchered Whoa, that. We much. butchered that one. <laughs> I can't, I've lost it now. <laughs> seven skills of highly resilient there creatures. There we go. <laughs> so these seven skills, we kind of briefed them. But why these seven? I, I remember you saying we had a few other ones, but you, you've, Changed them, whittled them down. When I, when I came on board at AKR, these were always the seven fundamental ones, so I'm just used to these. What were the other ones? I'm curious. Do you know? The, the, I remember one was follow a sleep routine. Yeah, okay. So, so some of them we just tweaked the uh -huh. name a little, a little bit. bit yeah. yeah. Because follow a sleep routine became power down. Mm -hmm. Why did we change the name? I think we changed the name sometimes to make them more flexible. I think it also, follow a sleep routine seems a bit more rigid. And the power down, there's a lot more under that umbrella, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and the words, though, we wanted to make them more actionable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Power down. Yeah. Is, you know, a bit more to the point. We, the, the seven are meant to just sort of grasp much of the basics that we, you know, that we went through before. We went through before how people always want to go for the, the mad, crazy, zany, extreme routines. But these are just like 
go to your bed on time, move your body, eat some vegetables, yeah. eat your veg. Yeah, it's, it's just the basics. We want, we had before, we definitely had one that was choose calorie free drinks. Mm -hmm. Or maybe there was a version called like drink water or something like that. That's now on the cutting room floor, they say. It is, yeah. <laughs> it just, people found it, people didn't really engage with that sticky. one. Yeah, it was a bit sticky. It felt a bit bland. Yeah. It was a bit sticky. It was, yeah, it was a bit sticky. People, when you can see our members and jumping in on them, and with that one, it didn't seem to have a lot of interaction with it. It just was like, meh, it was dull. a bit flat. It was dull. It was yeah. dull. Yeah. And, and I think, don't get me wrong, I, I still think like drinking water is, is a useful thing for people to get into, but that one just felt like very dull. As two a weeks of that is, was difficult to just be enthusiastic about. I don't know if anybody else really wants to take a drink of water right I now. Do. <laughs> so if you want to pause the podcast yeah. and just have a quick Cheers. drink, we'll, uh, we'll see you in a second. <laughs> How are there we go, that's better. I think Review and Renew also had a different name before. Oh, self... Was there one? Practice self-renewal. Practice yeah, self-renewal. that was it. Practice self-renewal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just... Uh, they've just evolved yeah. and tweaked a little bit. Like everything. As, as we go on. Evolves yeah. and develops. Let's get into them then, shall we? Power down. Mike, you're looking at me like you uh, <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, because I thought we are going into that one next, next time, next oh, episode. I, I thought we were just going to go through the list and chat through which ones you've got, and then we'll pick, pick two and we'll dive into them. Okay, well, I'll give a, a brief summary, I guess, on each, and then we can chat maybe about how people actually practice them. So... Power down was, like Jay said, a, a sleep routine. And it was, it was just getting people to go to bed on time, turning off the screens and things like that. We had prioritized protein, pretty straightforward, just try to get a bit more protein in your meal. Eat just enough was about tuning into to your appetite and eating the right amount of food, essentially. Move more. Increasing your steps, getting your workouts in, maybe doing a five-minute floor, some some stretching and things, being a bit more active. Eating colourful veg speaks for itself, I think. Eat like an adult. <laughs> Review and renew was the one Ken just just touched on there. It was a bit about it's a bit of self-compassion stuff, but checking in. I, I think was there not recover and restore? I think Something it was maybe like called before. R and R. Yeah, it was a class. <laughs> yeah, we, had, we did have a, a session on that as well. It's kind of that one's like looking after yourself yeah. and being mindful and present and things like that. And we'll like dig that. into it some more. And, and then the last was snack smart, which for some people means don't snack. Mm -hmm. For yeah. other people, it means upgrade your snacks and, and maybe choose, choose some uh, better ones. Better, better options. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to dig into two of them today. We're going to go protein. No? We're not digging into? <laughs> no, I thought we were going to save that for another one. All right, we'll save that for another one. <laughs> so, keep, keep talking amongst yourselves. <laughs> Let's talk about how, how people actually form the skills. Yeah, the principles so, of it. I always like this line where uh, they're hard at the start, messy in the middle, and beautiful at the end. A Mike favourite line, yeah. that one. I think it's for, true. An, an example for me is I... So I have this one that's part of my routine that I call five-minute flow that would come under the move more skill for us. And it literally took me years to get into that routine. And all it is is getting up in the morning and have a, do, doing some stretching. I felt it, 
it freshened me up, but it also is good for my joint health and I feel, feel more supple, you know, as I get older and helps recover from training and things. But I just couldn't, I, you know, I was hit or miss for so long with it. And then eventually it became habitual. And what happened was I, the more I, the better I was at doing it over and over again, the less I actually felt I needed it because I, I always just felt supple mm-hmm. and good and, you know. And so I got a bit complacent and I thought, oh, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. And there's been a few times over the past, say, year where I've, I've stopped doing it for a few months, but I've just come back to it. And the funny thing is it's been far easier to pick that routine and, and make it a habit again the second and third time around than it was that, that first time just trying to form the behaviour. It's, it's really sticky at the start. Like I remember coming back from travelling and trying to get back into reading again because I'd been out of it for ages. And I think even changing my environment made a massive difference for that yeah. and making it obvious. Like I knew I wanted to read more. I was, I was enjoying it. I needed to get better for work. And I was like, okay, how, how can I change my environment here that every day I'm going to be reading a page of this book? Like So basically when I got up in the morning... I would make sure that once I got out of bed, made the bed, I would put the book on the pillow. Yeah. yeah. So it would like, when I did my day of work, came back, I knew it was there. I didn't need to go and get it from bookshelf or the side or whatever. It was there so that when I've got into bed. That's your cue. That's your cue. That's my cue. Brings yeah, the, yeah the exactly. So the book's there. It's on the pillow. Even if I read one page, I've still ticked that box for the day. And I think if you zoom out of there and change your environment and make it easy, for you to take part in that habit, I think yeah. that. I like. I like where this is going. Let's 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 keep going with this. Tips for just developing and. Well, th- there's there's five. Going back to that that first seminar I was on. Uh, shout out to the guy, Coach Stevo was his name, by the way, the, the motivational science guy, and he had five things. You know, if you're wanting to build a habit, and first of all is the be- behavior has to be obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it comes to the time where you you're going to do the thing, but you don't really know what the thing is. Yeah. So it has to be like when Lindsay sees her book on her pillow, it's obvious what that means. Mm-hmm. It has to be frequent. You know, we spoke about like perfectionism. It, it doesn't need to be every single day, but doing something every day or most days is far more likely to build in a routine than if you're just doing it a few times a month. Yeah. Yeah. Having said that, I, you know, I will say there, there were things I was able to do. So at that time, I was going away to seminars quite a lot in Edinburgh and Glasgow. And I had this little routine of, of what I would take from a lunch with me. You know, I'd get up early morning, I'd make my wraps. And so there was a little routine built in there. But it, it's different from forming like a lifestyle habit. The, it should also be personalised. So when we get into talking about the seven that we have, we have... I guess, different levels or different choices for people within the umbrella of that skill. You sure you don't want to talk about them sevens now? <laughs> I'm, I'm good to go for this. <laughs> I know. Eager to dive in. Let's do all of, all of season know, two in one show. It's going to be like the uh, Joe Rogan one where it's a two-hour-long <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so, so we want to personalise it. And going into this idea of autonomy, it should be something that feels relevant for you that you want to do for your life. Yeah, so what, what works for you won't, might not work for yeah. me. And vice versa. Yeah, Lindsay's not saying everybody should leave a book on the no. pillow to make them read, no. but so, she chooses to because that works for her. They should be triggered. We spoke about that, like a cue, something to set it off. 
And a key part is the 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 outcome or the behavior should be totally within your control. Now, this one for me always reminds me of the sleep one. So if you say, I'm going to sleep eight hours a night, ah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. really control that. But you can, you know, one thing that I've been doing a better job of in the last month or two is plugging my phone in at the opposite side of the bedroom rather than having it right next mm-hmm. to me so I can pick it up and scroll when I might be sleeping. So I, I can control that behavior, which then positively impacts my sleep. Yeah. But I can't control saying, I'm going to sleep eight hours because I'm like on the sleep, sleep side of things as well. I always make sure that I'm in bed. Like what's well, maybe one of my habits is to be in bed before half nine. Yeah. Any later than that, I start to panic and it, it goes, it throws me off routine. It's almost just like giving yourself the best chance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. To, to achieve that. What you, what's not in your control, I guess. Oh, you're going for something. Yeah. Go on. I, I was just going to say, there's there's lots of little tips that we can get into yeah. for for forming habits or practicing skills and things like that. There was there's one that I quite like. You know, Liz actually said it in her interview. She's like, I can make a habit of anything now. So once you've once you've followed the cycle and the and the loop and you've practiced something and it's worked, you can then start just piggybacking or tagging in other things. So an example is my morning routine, if I, if I do my five minute flow and I want to, do, want to build a new habit, I could just put it in immediately after mm-hmm. that and use the five minute flow as the cue or the trigger for the next thing. So let's say I wanted to learn Spanish. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna do my five minute flow and then I'm gonna do five minutes on Duolingo or a, other so language So you're just stacking them on top of one another. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, and so once you get going with it, you, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously it depends how much time you have in your morning yeah. routine. Yeah. One recently for me, as I'm getting older, it's a skin routine. So okay. after I brush my teeth at night, I'll put on the cleanser, leave it, and then do the toner and then the moisturiser. But I made sure that it was done straight after brushing my teeth. Because if, if it isn't, then I won't do it. So that's, again, just stacking on top of that. I like to do this stacking, but I like to mix a habit that I need to do or a skill that I need to do with one that I... I like to do. I like to eat chocolate and I know I need to eat more fruit and vegetables during the day. So I kind of go, right, if I'm going to have a bit of chocolate before it, I'm going to have an apple. All right, so I'm, I'm blending that two together, almost like a little bit like a rewardy, but mm-hmm. not at the same time. And then I have the apple, which leads to better choices. And then I no longer have the chocolate. <laughs> Surprising, isn't it? But I really enjoy doing that. But sometimes that. you might. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy putting that together that way. You know Netflix, for example. All right, well, I like to watch Netflix, but in order to watch it, I'm going to go and do some 20 minutes of movement. And it's combining those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then they can begin to become attached to one another. Develop. So that, that, again, it's, it's part of the same, the loop. Like, that's, that's, your, that's the reward part of the cycle. I had a friend... Who, who liked going to the casino and you know playing a lot of poker and things like that. And he started, he joined a gym that was next to the casino and said, <laughs> said to himself, he could only go to the casino if he went to the gym first. Brilliant. <laughs> and, and he did. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know how long it lasted. To be fair, <laughs> and I, I remember actually years ago when I, was, when I was in my first job and I was actually trying to learn a little bit of Spanish, I said to myself, I'm going to listen to a Spanish, pad, uh, Spanish podcast when I drive home from work. So if I was driving to work or driving anywhere else, I could listen to music or whatever I wanted to, but if it was the way home from work, 
that was my cue and I listened to the, the Spanish podcast. And that's specific right in that moment, yeah. which is making it, was, it clear. It was, it was specific, obvious, yeah. frequent, personalised, triggered mm-hmm. and totally within my control. And I did at that time manage to learn a little bit of Spanish. Yeah. And did you have a fallback plan to it? Fallback plan is a great thing. I'm not sure if I did for that one. I'm not sure if I did. We can get into that. Um, for, for quickly, just quickly, what is a fallback plan then? So, again, it's getting away from this idea of all or nothing or perfectionism. I think our biggest friend is flexibility a lot of the time. And yes, you need to be disciplined. You know, we spoke before, plan it in and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Do it anyway means do it regardless of how you're feeling because your emotions are transient and they're going to trick you. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. Just do it most of the time. At the same time, there's got to be this undercurrent of flexibility to say sometimes, you know, you really can't face it. You know, talking about me going from a morning run, something like that. The fallback is, well, I'm still going to do it, but instead of a 5K, I'm going to run 3K or I'm going to walk or I'm mm-hmm. still going to go outside. So the cue is, yeah. is Tuesday morning, I'm going for a run at seven o'clock and I really couldn't face 5K, then it's a walk. Yeah. But it's still keeps that cue, yeah. keeps, it keeps building that behaviour. It's, yeah, it's the same behaviour, even though you're not going for that intense run, you're still going, putting the shoes on, putting your kit on, going outside. So it's keeping that going without the intensity side it, of it. Exactly. Go, going back to the Spanish, I didn't do this at the time, but a good example of that would be, okay, instead of listening to a 20-minute Spanish lesson on the way home, I'm going to drive home and then do a two-minute one lesson on Duolingo. Enough to say... I've ticked the box, yeah. I'll mm-hmm. live to fight another day, you know, we're building a consistency. Absolutely. It's if then, then that. <laughs> if, if this, then that. Got yeah, if then, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're key. Stacking, stacking habits on top of cues, having fallback, like what's an, what's an easier version of the thing? And, you know, we've not mentioned it, but it's, it's the just show up mantra that we mm-hmm. have here at the gym. We, we say to our members, it doesn't matter how you feel, show up. If you come in and you tell the coach that you're a two out of 10 today for energy, I, I always, you know, when I was coaching, I'd always say to them, I'm so pleased to hear when you say you're two or three out of 10 because you're here. It's mm-hmm. easy to show up when you're nine and 10 out of 10 for energy. So when, when we go around a group and they're like three out of 10, four out of 10, two out of 10, I'm like, Yes. So I'm so happy you're here because that's winning. That is, you know, that's yeah. where you form the habit. Is you, you felt like crap. You showed up anyway because you knew you didn't need to go give an absolute maximum workout. You can show up. You can go through the motions. Again, it's keeping tick, it consistent. Tick the box. Keep the keep the habit going. You've said tick the box quite a lot there. Is that some, some, something you something you uh, frequent? Is it? <laughs> that could be met, metaphorical, or it could be literally ticking. A box. I'd so tracking, tracking whatever behaviour we're trying to achieve. I think that's a mm-hmm. that's, that's a key thing. It can give you visual feedback. I've got a, I guess it's a diary of sorts, where I just shade in the box if I've done my run, my five minute flow, my morning walk, you know, whatever things I'm trying to work on, and it, it just gives you that visual feedback. But also when you start building a chain, a good one is putting an X in the box, uh-huh. so it literally looks like a chain. It makes you more more likely to keep going with it. Yeah, you don't want to see that that gap in the chain, do you? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Any other tips? Any other... So we spoke about stacking, we spoke about fallback plans, tracking. Keystone? Keystone, I think sometimes people can 
identify the most important one. You know, what's, what's the one skill or the one habit, the one thing that if they just do this, mm. it sets up everything. It's a bit like that when life works list that we spoke about before. It's like the, key, the keystone one. If I can just do this, it sets the tone, it keeps other things going. I think a lot of people who are 6 a.m. training people think that's their, their keystone. If I can just get to the gym at 6 a.m., do the workout, the rest of the day is... Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Say so. it's the sort of thing that can transform your day. Yeah. You know, that, that's where I think the value of exercise is so big is it can change your state physically and mentally like almost nothing else can. I mean, yeah. it takes a little bit longer for them at 6 o'clock in the morning, but they get there by the end of the session. <laughs> yeah. start an energy too but they, they rise as the end of the yeah. session goes on yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly which is always a good thing alright I think that's that's a good place to wrap that up unless you want to talk about these <laughs> oh there's plenty of time for that Jace plenty <laughs> yeah, of time we're, we're wrapping up. episode 2 we'll talk about <laughs> episode 2 we'll talk about prioritising protein and powering down thank you for being here Lindsay thank you for hosting Jace Michael oh, welcome Sunday name yeah <laughs> Thank you. Folks, if you've enjoyed this podcast, we really appreciate a rate, a review, uh, a send it to a friend, a share, a like, a mention, a hashtag. What's a hashtag, Mike? Energizing life. Together. Right. <laughs> Energizing life together. And let's go for episode two. We'll let's see you there. It. See you there.